This is the 77 WABC minicast. And joining us now with some big breaking news is the founder of Just the News, the great investigative journalist, John Solomon, here on Cats and Cosby. Uh, John, you had some big stuff about Al-Qaeda threatening New York City energy. Yes, if you remember, just before the Christmas holidays, FBI Director Chris Ray said, I see blinking red lights everywhere. There is warning signs everywhere that terrorists are determined to strike the United States in the near future. Well, uh, uh, this week, the Transportation Security Administration put out a warning to all airports and to all security personnel saying, the Al-Qaeda affiliate in the Arabian Peninsula, the most active arm of Al-Qaeda these days. Well, it resurrected its magazine, which had been out of circulation since 2017 when Donald Trump took office. Uh, its, uh, its magazine is called Inspire. Its message is not very inspirational. It is hateful, and it, uh, it made very specific threats against the United States, that it will strike New York City. It wants to strike New York City's energy grid. It wants to strike New York's subway system. It wants to blow up airplanes in general uh, uh, using suicide bombers. And uh, it is determined, as it said, to uh, wage jihad on America. This is the most active and most vocal that Al-Qaeda has been in a very long time. It explains why Christopher Ray was so concerned before Christmas, why the TSA is putting out a warning now. We are living in one of the most perilous terror threat environments we've seen since 9-11, that is not a good sign. And that's part of the reason today that you see the Speaker of the United States House, Mike Johnson, and more than two dozen members of Congress down at the border. They're fearful that the next terror attack has or will walk across that border. They want to get that closed up. Uh, Everyone in Washington has the most heightened concern about terrorism that I've really seen since the early 2000s. John, let's get this straight. Now, we have Hamas. We have uh, Hezbollah. We have the Houthis. Uh, Al-Qaeda is based out of what, 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 what's their base of operations these days? Sadly, they're pretty active back in Afghanistan. The failure, the failed withdrawal of American troops gave Al-Qaeda a safe haven again in Afghanistan. Uh, they're also so they're in Afghanistan-based. And yeah, uh, what is their Yemen. relationship? So we all know what the heck is going on. What is their yeah. relationship with the Taliban? Uh, Well, it's one of uh, what appears to be uh, cozy again, because the Taliban isn't rooting them out. Uh, Taliban's not big friends of of ISIS, but it's been more friendly with al-Qaeda historically. So the Taliban has allowed this safe haven to occur in the mountainous regions of of Afghanistan. Yemen, where the Houthi rebels are, also uh, a place where al-Qaeda has some significant influence. The Philippines, we've seen some al-Qaeda spinoffs in the Philippines activating they're in lots of different countries, and they're all agitating at once. And it's a reminder that the second you take your foot off the brake on terrorism, and if, uh, maybe give some money to Iran, this is what yes. happens. Well, uh, so we, we talked, uh, you know, we jokingly said, but it's really true, Hamas uh, and uh, the Houthis and, uh, and the uh, Hezbollah, they're the yeah. Iranian Foreign Legion. Is, is Al-Qaeda the Iranian Foreign Legion, too? They're not. They tend to be more Sunni-based, not Shia-based. As uh, so Iran obviously Sunni is Shia-based. So who is funding the Sunni-based people? Well, there are lots of places around this world, from Qatar to UAE, where Al-Qaeda still gets significant financing. Saudi Arabia, you still see some financing coming through the madrasas and other places there. Uh, so you have two different religious sects in the Muslim world, both extremists trying to carry out terrorism, and they're all activating. And one of the most important things to remember Bin Laden, when so he ran Al Qaeda. So that's a Sunni foreign legion. 
It is. Yes, it is. It's so, a I mean, one. I just want all Americans to understand uh, yeah. they, you know, when you choose up sides early in the morning, whose side is who's on? Yeah, and yeah, sadly, there's a, a lot of point. them. You know, uh, John, I want to get to because to John's point about all of these things that are going on, uh, the Middle East is like a hornet's nest today, especially. You look at what's going on with Iran. It was the fourth anniversary of the U.S. drone strike of Soleimani. Yeah. He was head of the Iranian Revolutionary Guard. And suddenly two huge explosions happened. There are 200 dead and Iran is threatening payback. Uh, they don't know who did it because there could be a lot of people who did it. That's right. There are uh, is, uh, there are Iranian dissident groups that have been fighting a very uh, secret but successful war against the mullahs in Iran. They could be a suspect in this. Obviously, Israel is always a suspect uh, when it comes to Iran, certainly in Iran's mind. Um, there, you're right. The Middle East is so a flame. So if everybody can understand everything bright, the, the, the Saudis and Al-Qaeda are Sunnis yes. versus yes. the Iranians are Shiites. So there's you a remember, war. 19, besides, uh, besides them hating the Jews and hating the Christians, they hate each other. Yeah, so it could be anybody in this case is what we're talking about. There's a lot of fighting. But I, I just yeah. want, I, I want our audience to understand what's going on. Yeah, there's a lot of heat going on. There's a lot of fighting, yes. to your point. Yeah, you're right. And remember, the vast majority of the hijackers were of Saudi Arabian descent. And when I got the CIA interrogation reports of Khalid Sheikh Mohammed when I was a reporter at the Associated Press, um, the KSM, the mastermind of 9-11 and bin Laden, they wanted Saudis to be the muscle because they knew that would drive a wedge between Saudi Arabia and the United States, which cooperate closely on um, security matters. So the, uh, uh, the Al-Qaeda uh, group likes to drive a wedge between Saudi Arabia and the United States. Iran likes to uh, activate all these other groups. It is a very unstable world at this very moment. Very unstable. You got, you, you got the Jews, you got the Christians, you got the Sunnis, you got the Shiites. And, and we have a wide open southern border. And, and, and a wide open southern border. Whoever wants to come through the southern border, you're welcome. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, you know, and uh, by the way, John Solomon, real quickly, yes. what I also worry about are attacks on U.S. troops, of course, attacks on the homeland. You talked about Al Qaeda. There are a, there's a lot of chatter today about U.S. troops very quickly sort of on standby and just being very concerned because of all of these things, whether it's in the homeland, but also overseas. The threat environment is so high that uh, troops are on a higher alert than we've seen in a long time. You saw an aircraft carrier moved into the Mediterranean recently. It came out. It may go back again. Uh, the the hotspots are so many compared to where we were just a couple of years ago. And you really do see the, the outcome of the Biden foreign policy. Now, people are starting to realize some of this appeasement didn't work out like the way we thought it would. Yeah, John Solomon, thank you so thank much. You. Great stuff. Keep us posted, John. Yeah. Very important. Thank Indeed. you for keeping up the scoreboard for the American people. Thank you. Good to be with you.